Texas Tech Monday night will be playing for the national championship. Welcome one, welcome all to the Tortillas and Takes podcast powered by Guns Up Nation. You are on once again with your boy, Albie Shore. And it's time to talk Big 12. I know y'all missed us last week. We ended up taking a break. Sorry, we had a little, uh, you know, we had to take a little vacation, you know, hang out with the family. They've missed us. So, uh, but this week we are back to give you the best in Big 12 action. And of course, I got my guy, my boy, Jeremy Dillon on with me. What's up, Jeremy? It's week seven in the Gigante Doce. <laughs> oh, we man. agreed pre-pod. It's El Big 12. El That's what we Big agreed 12, on. Come man. on, man. Yeah, the week seven, Big 12 action. Uh, last week was exciting for its own reasons, but happy to take it off, get a little bit of rest. Uh, but And back for just another exciting week of Big 12 football, continuing all right. to shake things up. First of all, because we didn't miss last week. And we so we did not get a chance to talk about Texas blowing a three score lead. <laughs> I know that's that's the shame. Man, I wanted look, I wanted so desperately to light up the Oklahoma pack. I despise Oklahoma, can't stand them. Yeah. Uh but Texas losing in that way, ah, was bliss. It was it was SEC <laughs> magic on display. SEC. Like, I know I picked Texas to win that game, but I'm so glad that they lost. Hey, I freaking, I'm okay with being wrong. I don't understand how you, again, Oklahoma continuing to prove to me that I have no business picking them to lose until they give me a reason. Fair. Texas fair. has. Then, no, halfway through that game, they gave you every reason. And then they they say, did. You know and I was like, play. damn, there it is. The reason. And then <clears> as soon as I said that, the reason changed. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Spencer, or, I mean, Spencer Rattler looked like uh, something. And Casey Thompson. Or not Casey Thompson, but Caleb Williams came in. Caleb Williams, man. uh, Man, balled out. Uh, And he balled out again this week, right? This time, the Oklahoma Sooners went out and beat TCU 52-31. They look every bit as advertised once again. Or, Jeremy, let me ask you this. Or is TCU just that bad? I don't know, because I don't think Max Duggan had a bad game. I just think that... I Man... That defense is no, no. Defense sucks. The defense is not right? good. Yeah. So the problem. Take is away the Texas Tech game, where the defense looked great because they're playing a, a team that's just not as good. Just rattled. But yeah. um, the defense sucks. The Oklahoma made the TCU defense look like how they've looked in any other game. The defense was trash. Caleb Williams was playing out of his mind. It was both yeah. for me. Yeah. Very Absolutely. efficient. That, I think that's the difference between him and Spencer Rattler. He's a very efficient quarterback. He's dangerously efficient. Um, yeah, and that's that's scary. That's that is scary. It's one of those he, he steps he ever, in and you're like, why was this guy benched? Well, I mean, he was a true. I, I, you know, look, I, I, somebody asked me this question like in, in off pod the other day, and it's simple. I mean, Spencer Rattler had given you no reason yeah. to think he shouldn't have the starting job. Caleb Williams comes in as a true freshman, but you're thinking, okay, well, that's cool, but he has to learn. Spencer Rattler will probably be going to the NFL this year, and they'll come in. Yeah, you nobody expected me included that Spencer Rattler would struggle as much as he did this year. Right, and if you know Lincoln Riley made that choice against Texas, that if we don't make this, this thing now, do this now, we're exactly. going to lose this game to yeah. Texas, and we're going to lose to other teams as well. And now Oklahoma looks every bit of the team that I thought was going to be a national title contender with Caleb Williams at the helm. Yeah, this is the – I was complaining about earlier in the season how Oklahoma keeps squeaking by these teams that they do not deserve the top five ranking that they had. But now they got this fat four in front of there, and it's like, okay, they deserve that for sure with the way that Williams has stepped in and made their offense just that much more dangerous for sure. Yeah, I mean, but you are right about this. 
Max Duggan didn't play. Max Duggan, one of the best passing games he's had. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Career. Like, he had a really good game in this game. And for you to be able to play that way and still really struggle is uh, interesting. Uh, Evans, I did not see him. I think he was hurt in this game. Um, I think he was hurt in this game. Kendra Miller got the ball quite a bit. But, uh, or sorry, I said hurt in this game. He was, he didn't play in this game. Yeah. Kendra Miller got the ball quite a bit. Tech fans will remember Kendra Miller. He's the guy that gashed us. Uh, but he got, got he got stuffed throughout mm-hmm. this game. They tried as much as they could to get him to do something, and he just wasn't able to. Uh, really struggled in this game. Yeah, uh, Oklahoma's defense stepping up uh, again after uh, after the week that they had against Texas, giving up so many points. I think that Alex Grinch really locked down a lot of those uh, inefficiencies because it just felt like outside of Max Duggan having a, an amazing passing game through the air, um, it felt like for the run for the TCU's run game. Now again. Missing Evans is a is a big piece of TCU's game, uh, but even with like the one out of the many in the list of people that have gashed Tech over the years, um, you know, ha- having a bad a bad a game is that, that that he did, excuse me, <coughs> that Miller had. Um, I think Oklahoma is really starting to dial it in here, which is something that I talked about in the beginning of the season about how dangerous Oklahoma gets towards the middle of the season when they start figuring it out. Because it's always like at the beginning of the year where it's like, oh, okay, you know, kind of have some close games, you know, blowing out who we should be blowing out, but trying to figure it out. And with Spencer Rattler playing the way he was, it was every bit that narrative. And you had Williams step in, and all of a sudden, it's Williams uh, making this offense extremely efficient and deadly uh, on the one side of the ball, and Alex Grinch doing what Alex Grinch does best and what he gets paid to do, and that's start figuring out how to lock down potent pieces of opponents. Um, game plans and it would play to their benefit that Evans didn't play this game but they gave no opportunity for any of the ground game to really get going I mean they still rack up about 183 yards but that is a long 183 yards throughout the course of this game it's not like these big chunk plays for the most part yeah I mean so Oklahoma is going to be number three it is number three in the AP poll in this next upcoming week I thought they were going to jump up to number two I, there's no great team this year and I think this is the year of Georgia. now that you've made this change <laughs> Maybe. We'll agree Maybe. to disagree now, now, <laughs> now that you made this change, I think you do. your season is now right in front of you once again. Yeah. We'll see. Now on to the other team on the other side of the Red River. Uh, Texas Longhorns last week Woo. blew a three-score lead. Jeremy, they did better this week. They did a lot better this week. They this week just blew a two-score lead. So, you know, <laughs> progress. Um, it's progress. Lost to <laughs> Oklahoma State 32-24. to Another game they should have had, should have won, looked good, and then the fourth quarter happened. Yeah. Hey, man. I mean, can we talk about can we talk about Jalen Warren for a second? We were talking about this season about how Spencer Sanders has been very underwhelming. Uh, Jalen Warren is an outstanding running back. First of all, like the way that he was tearing up t- Texas. My goodness, man! Two weeks in a row here for Coach Sark to have the season that he's been having for everybody. Everybody is getting is getting to that point. Everybody's getting on that bandwagon again. They're like, okay, Texas made it one more game further down, and then the Red River rivalry happens, and then you know that's just that okay rivalry game is crazy. Blah blah blah. Well, I think people have not been talking about Oklahoma State enough this year because Oklahoma State's six and zero. They're a top fifteen team. They might be arcing into the top ten after this. Um, Oklahoma State, man dangerous team in texas it was not ready for it because they got out to that super strong start like you said but it is not easy to maintain that if you are um sark and company apparently 
So I'm glad that we didn't have the Big 12 episode last week because I would have predicted Texas to win this game and I would have been wrong again. Yep. <laughs> it was a home game. I thought Texas was going to be to bounce back against Oklahoma. They were not. Oh, you're right. Oklahoma State came ready to play, and this is an Oklahoma State team that I thought Oklahoma State could be really good if Spencer Sanders performed well this year. They don't need him to perform it's well. It's in year. spite of Spencer Sanders. They're putting <laughs> yeah, them out there to like, get the ball in motion. And they're like, okay, now your job is to hand it off or just a little bit this way, you know? Yeah, and even a little bit this way, he's kind of struggling. And it's he's, scary. Their defense, their defense is good, man. Their defense is very, very good. Uh, much better than I expected it to be. Yeah. Especially with all the losses they had over the offseason. Uh, this is scary how good. They're actually ranked eighth in the AP poll this upcoming week, and deservedly so. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Led by, you know, Devin Harper at linebacker. Just one of the, again, Big 12 has been showing a myriad of linebackers who are really good. And Devin Harper in this game for sure captained that defense to kind of to pull Texas back from their hubris and then just stomp them towards the end of the game. I mean, no points in the fourth quarter for a Texas team that a lot of people are touting as like, um, you know, it's one of the best Texas teams, blah, 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 blah. You know, new coach, you know, all this. It, this is a Texas team with a new coach and a new quarterback. It ain't it. Seven and five. They are a seven and five, eight and four team. Like every other Texas team that has ever had a new coach and a new quarterback. Yep. Right? Yep. But every time we get fooled into thinking, nope, 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 this will be it. This will be different. it. <laughs> no. no. Um, but, you know, defense this is what the Big 12 is known for. It's not like we can just throw up points against bad defense like in the SEC, am I right? Well, I wanted to point uh, out the difference between the Oklahoma TCU game and the Oklahoma State-Texas game. Is I was going to say, for Max Duggan to have the game that he had and you know pretty much putting up 31 points on his own, uh, that's good enough to win you a lot of games. But you got to have a defense, and that's the difference here between the Oklahoma State-Texas uh, game and the TCU-Oklahoma game, is that Oklahoma State had a defense, got 32 points, and still won. So, yeah, you need all yeah. parts of the field there, people. For sure, for sure. So now on to one of my favorite rivalry games in the Big 12. Farmageddon. <clears throat> Farmageddon. Iowa State at Kansas State. Um, yeah, man, I like this game. And I was, you know, I was very curious because in this in this game, I don't think we knew. I, knew, I didn't know how good or bad Kansas State is. I had no idea, right? They came in this game, a 3-2 and two team, started off the season with a really nice win against Stanford to begin, this, begin the year. Another nice win against Nevada at 3-0. And their two losses just came at Oklahoma State and against Oklahoma in two hard-fought games. So yeah. I'm like, okay, is, is this team good? And they just lost to two really good teams, right? Both teams now in the top 10. Or is it fool's gold? I'm not going to lie. After watching this game against Iowa State, I'm starting to lean a little bit towards the fool's gold part of it. But then again, maybe they just played the three, the three best teams in the conference. What say you? I like you was along on this on this. I think that Kansas State is actually a really dangerous team this year. Uh, and then they played the games that they played, but they also played them without. Uh, they've had a lot of injury issues. They've had, injuries, they've had a yeah. lot of carousel of injuries. Um, Skylar Thompson just came back a couple weeks ago, so he's. I mean, he he's but he looked he didn't look terrible in this game. I don't think it's a situation where he's hurt or anything like that. Still, right. Uh, but even with these injuries, I mean, and they are playing like the three some of the best teams that are in the conference but they're playing them pretty close i mean 31 20 oklahoma state 37 31 against oklahoma is looking a lot more impressive every week um yeah. you know and 33 20 against iowa state we we for me it's like the narrative is funny but i can't keep overlooking it is that iowa state is just dangerous in october for some reason just starts to get a little cooler up there in ames 
and they just get a little more they get steam in their engine man and way that they've played this year you know four and two is not where they wanted to be at this point in the season so i think that they're trying to like finish out strong to have a contention for the big 12 uh the big 12 title i mean after that baylor loss it did it definitely puts a hurt on them but their season's still in front of them yeah they still have everything they want right in front of them um and and Brees hall's who Kansas, we thought he was that's for sure. Yeah. No, Brees Hall is still that guy. He was, if you forgot. If you forgot, he's that guy. He was there to remind you. Um, Brock Purdy, really good game, really efficient game. Yep. Uh, did what he had to do. Like you said, like you said for uh, uh, Spencer Sanders, handed the ball to Brees, Paul, Brees Hall as much as he could. But also, had nice good passes. Their short passing game was really good in this one. Um, but with that being said, I thought K-State really gave up. The, they were so scared of Brees Hall, they kind of gave up. A lot of short passes, a lot of screens, a lot of stuff that they should usually keep in front of them. And I, after six games, I still don't know how good or bad Kansas State is. I, I really don't. I, they, but I will say this. I'm kind of trending towards a little bit lower. I mean, Iowa State had control in this from the very beginning. Yeah. There was really no, never in doubt that Iowa State was going to win this game. And this was a game in Manhattan. And it was actually, if anything, the score is closer than the game actually was. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, at the end, at the end of it, uh, Iowa State's up pretty much was it 27 to seven uh and the way that their defense have been playing uh you know it was just all in hand and so kansas state trying to mount a comeback late you know there in the fourth a la kansas last or last week with uh, the texas tech game uh it was just too little too late and the score being 33 20 is not really indicative of how this game was played it definitely was iowa state from the get-go and kansas state is gonna be looking to bounce back uh next week for sure yeah should be interesting uh because they're 0 three in conference sorry the 0-3 yeah, in conference, no, te- man. That's the, that's the damning part of Kansas State. Is like That's the question you brought up. Is it like this is the 0-3, but they're about to go on this big tear? Or uh, is it 0-3 and they're probably going to you know maybe get to a even win for conference play? It's, it's hard to say. Next week will be very, very interesting for K-State Tech. Two teams with a lot to prove. We have said this for the third time this year, <laughs> and both times it has not gone Tech's way. But... <laughs> Um, it, it, to make us feel any better, I do think K-State's the worst of the three teams between Kansas State, Texas, and TCU. What that means, instead of us losing by five touchdowns, maybe we just lose by four. Who knows? Progress, <laughs> baby. Progress. Uh, <laughs> progress, <laughs> progress, baby. <laughs> All right. So, uh, last but not least for this week, uh, a non-conference game actually happened. Uh, is this, does well. this become the new rivalry? Oh, yeah. Actually, non-conference <laughs> this year. Maybe not next year. Does this become the, the new holy war? BYU at Baylor. Um, I, I think a rivalry could be brewing here. It'd be, it'd be a fun little rivalry, the Baptists versus the Mormons. You know, this is know. the true holy uh, war for me. These are two varying religious viewpoints. It makes a lot more sense in my mind. There's only one reason that Mormons ended up in Utah anyways, and it was because they were running from uh, they were running from Protestants. And so I love I love the narrative, ooh. but I do love I do love the matchup a lot more. Yeah, I think. And this game just proved it, man. It was a lot of punching back and forth. But Baylor, man, really surprising me this season with how I expected. The, the way they came out, I was like, you know, okay, maybe, maybe, maybe. Uh, but the way that they have been playing these past couple of teams, I mean, <coughs> you know, smacking West Virginia, excuse me, 45-20, uh, and then having this 38-24 win against a ranked BYU team who is not, I mean, they, they made it look like BYU maybe shouldn't be ranked. The way that they were handling the game, in my opinion, because because BYU maybe shouldn't be ranked. <laughs> that's 
but no, Baylor true or not, not like, like Baylor not, gave it no yeah. gave it no there was no question in the mind if you were watching the game for sure. Yeah, and Baylor's now ranked. They're now ranked twentieth, and deservedly so. I mean, Baylor's been good. They've been good. They've gone out and they beat everybody on their schedule, with the exception of that hiccup at Iowa, uh, at Oklahoma State. They beat West Virginia like they stole something. Beat a good Iowa State team like we were just talking about, and they have had a really good season. Jerry Gary Bo, or Jerry Bohannon has been much better than I thought he was ever going to be. This Baylor Bear team has been much better than I thought they were going to be. Dave Aranda, former Tech grad, guy who wanted the Tech job. That's neither here nor there. Uh, he's been really good as a head coach. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, this Baylor team, man, I, I every year I hope that Baylor can do something to go back into the basement. They just refuse they to refuse, go back to the man. basement. They do. This is a real this this is a good Baylor team, I can't deny it. It is. It's a well it's a like you said, it's a well coached and it's a well organized team. And that's upsetting. <laughs> given that the even And they're yeah. And they're bowl eligible. And they're bowl They've made it. Yep. How about Six that? and one, they have made it. They're where Texas Tech hopes to be next week. So, speaking of next week, let's talk about it. Let's make some. Actually, sorry. Before we get to next week, give me your team of the week. I mean, it's Baylor. For me, it's oh, we just talked about it, huh? I mean, for me, it's Baylor. Um, and it's between okay, between it was for me, it's between Baylor and Oklahoma State. I think it was. I think Baylor has had the more impressive season. Uh, first of all, because Oklahoma State's stacked full of studs. Spencer Sanders is the biggest question mark and error on their team, uh, but they're winning in spite of him. Baylor is filled out with a lot less talent than Oklahoma State is, and they are winning convincingly against ranked opponents time and time again, uh, in conference opponents at that. And so sitting at six and one, yeah, they got the one loss, uh, but the one loss was against Oklahoma State because Oklahoma State's a tremendous team. It's climbing up into the top 10. And so for their one loss yeah. to be a team like that, this is a great game. My team of the week is Oklahoma State. They're – I'm starting – my doubt is gone. They're good. They're a top 10 team. They're one of the best teams in the nation. And we may – they're a team that I think is – we may, regardless of what happens in Bedlam, or a good chance we see them in the Big 12 championship game. Yeah. They're, they're, they're that good. I think they're every bit as advertised. If the guy you keep bringing out, Spencer Sanders, does not get in the way. True that. Wouldn't that be ironic? <laughs> that's that's kind of that's kind of the way. So now we go on. We move on to week eight in the Big Twelve and do our little preview thing. Um, so the game, big noon Saturday, <laughs> biggest game of the week, the game that everybody cares about. That's why they gave us primetime, baby. Uh, Kansas State at Texas Tech. We will be talking about that later this week. Um, so be on the lookout for that. Uh, right, they put us on Fox Sports One because it is the number one channel on TV. This Saturday, absolutely. That's that's, that's the no only, higher. That's the yeah, there's no higher broadcaster out there. I mean, that's what everybody's <laughs> watching Kansas State at Texas Tech. Everybody, every don't let them tell you any different. <laughs> uh, so because of that, let's go on and talk about the other three games in the Big Twelve. Uh, ESPN also tries to do this big noon thing. It's not a, it's not a thing, okay? Oklahoma number three ranked Oklahoma at Kansas. Nobody be watching that game. Should everybody be watching the game on Fox Sports One? So, but Jeremy, who do you think is going to win this one? I know that Oklahoma. Right, let me rephrase. Let me rephrase. <laughs> <laughs> let me rephrase. Not who do you, who do you think is going to win? Uh, by how much will Oklahoma beat the Kansas Jayhawks? The spread right now is thirty eight. I love that the spread is thirty eight and the over under is at like sixty seven and a half. They're giving. They're giving Kansas way too many points here. I mean, give me Oklahoma by at least 40. But that's that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's fair. And at that point, um, we'll see Rattler come back in. So, actually, you know what? You know what? 
No, you know what? Kansas Jayhawks ain't going out like that. Okay? Give me Kansas <clears throat> with the points. They have only been beaten by 38 once this year. And that was, or sorry, they've only been beaten by more than 38 once this year. And that was the time they got uh, uh, obliterated by the Iowa State Cyclones. Yeah. I think that they're going to go out and put on, you know, they're not going to do too shabby, all right? Let's say they're going to lose 52 to 17. That's, 30, that's, that's 35. That's respectable. That's 30, uh, and and that's a 30, touchdown outside of the fourth quarter? I, I didn't say all that. <laughs> I didn't say all that. Three t- relax, t- two touchdowns and a field goal in the last minute. <laughs> <laughs> relax. Okay. Uh, but yeah, Oklahoma's going to win this and win this big. We're going to see Spencer Rattler. So that'll be fun. That'll be good for that guy. Yeah, he needs some Yeah, reps. good for him. Good for him. Good you know, you got to root for guys like that on QB one. They talk crap about all their everybody that's surrounding them, and you know, real humble guy. Am yeah, I right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Real humble. <laughs> on to the next. Real, one. real humble. Next up, all right, on Fox, number eight, Oklahoma State at Iowa State. Who you got, and why? Uh, I really like this game. Um, I like this game because it is in Ames, and. <laughs> it's there's two hard there's uh, there's two hard and foul hard things for me to doubt here one it's oklahoma state losing a game uh it's hard to, if i'm having the same kind of like i'm picking oklahoma to win good games because they've not given me a reason that they won't oklahoma state fits that bill iowa state also has continuously dis- disappointed my picks in the past in, in the month of october because it does not seem like they give a rat about teams rankings or what time of day it is, or, you know, Oklahoma, I mean, Iowa State just plays totally different in October, and Matt Campbell's got, like, this 15-2 record over the course of his tenure, which is, um, <clears throat> it's nuts. Uh, but give me the Cowboys because Oklahoma State, again, we are talking about it, the, the defense is tremendous. And even though Iowa State's got Brees Hall, even though they've got Brock Purdy, even though they've got decent wideouts, um, Oklahoma State's just got a better defense all around. And I think that, even with Spencer Sanders, I think that they can go into Iowa State. They can go into Ames, Iowa, in the month of October and come out with a win. Now, the line is Iowa State by seven. Yeah. Which Iowa State's the favorite in this game. Why? Unranked Iowa State is a favorite over the number eight ranked team in the country. That's pretty wild. A seven-point favorite. I guess people... I had to look it up twice just to double-check it. Yeah. People in Vegas are... Tired of losing their money over Iowa State in the month Dang. of October. That's what I'm saying. Dang, that's crazy. And that's why Iowa State's going to win. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got Iowa State winning this game. There we like, go. I, I, I'm surprised the line is seven points. Honestly, <laughs> I really am. Um, but, yeah, man, Iowa State at home against a top ten team. You want me to pick against that? No way. No. Iowa State's winning this game. <laughs> They're going to win this game. Here's the thing. like, And it's kind of. This is a battle of the team who is in second place, who's, who's right now is the second highest ranked team in the conference, versus the team who was supposed to be the second highest ranked team in the conference. Yeah, Iowa State is still a very talented team, right? They have every like I, like I said in the past last part, they have everything still in front of them. Their two losses are to 10, 10th ranked I, or Iowa and Baylor, who's now looked a lot better than we thought they were going to be. Yeah, but there were, but every other game, I mean, recently. Smacked Kansas like they stole something, and then beat up on Kansas State too. Looked really good against that game, in that game we just talked about. At home, Jack Trice gonna be rocking. 
Right? I uh yeah, man. Give me Iowa State. <laughs> I don't know if it's an upset though. They're they're favored, so I, I guess it's not really an upset. It's I'm, technically I'm, not. An I'm so upset. surprised. Yeah, a seven I point uh, unranked Iowa State team with a, being a seven point favorite. Uh, Vegas obviously doesn't believe in the Cowboys, uh, but obviously I don't either. So yeah, I, after all the stuff I said about Oklahoma State, their defense and how great they are, yada, yada yada yada. Forget all that. <laughs> right? New Iowa week. State, new week, baby. Week eight. This is the game of the week. Uh, when you're done watching Texas Tech, you know. In the, in the real game of the week against Kansas State that everyone's going to be watching, make sure to tune into this uh, for Oklahoma State, Iowa State. It should be a good one. All right? And then, last but not least, we have West Virginia, TCU. Who you got? Yeah, West Virginia just looking really disappointing uh, in the season. 2-4, and 0-3 oh in conference. Not the year that <laughs> I certainly thought they would have, and many people in Morgantown thought they would have but man i mean they have not won and since they since they played virginia tech back in week three um they lost against oklahoma it was a close loss which still gave me hope that they were a good team uh lost against us which we again we'll say it all year no business winning that game uh oh my god no business and then they lost uh baylor 45 20 and so i think that not necessarily that tcu is this uh grandeur team i think on paper west virginia West Virginia, I mean, certainly has a better defense, even though they've given up a lot of points lately, especially in the Baylor game. Uh, all around, a better defense than TCU. And uh, TCU has the better quarterback. I don't know, man. This is a close game. Uh, it is in – where is it in? It's in it's in, it's in Fort Worth. Oh, it's in Fort Worth. Well, that doesn't mean anything. It's in Fort uh, Worth. <laughs> that doesn't mean anything to me. The line's at TCU 5. Give me uh, TCU by 3. I'm literally picking the team who is playing at home. TCU. There you go. You're going to win this game because they're playing at home. Listen, I think everything you said is correct. Uh, TCU has a better offense. West Virginia has a better defense. Um, but, you know, it's this is a battle. TCU has lost three of the last four games. I wonder who that one win was against. Can't tell you. Um, but West Virginia has lost their last three games. And two sliding teams, two teams that aren't as good as we originally thought they were going to be. Um, I got TCU winning this game, getting a little bit back on the right track. Uh, you know, one team beat Tech and the other one didn't. So I'm going to go with the team that beat Tech. So let's go TC at home. Uh, but I expect a big game from Miller. Uh, I, um, and if, if Evans comes back, I don't really know the word on Evans' injury histories right now, but uh, that should be a good running attack. Uh, but, you know, we'll see. We'll see. This is I, – I don't expect excitement from this game, to be honest. This is a pretty boring game, <laughs> um, if you ask me. But uh, give me TCU at home. And it's actually, apparently ESPN also thinks it's a boring game. Because on ESPNU, what's ESPN worse? Being on ESPN, what's worse? Being on ESPNU or Big 12 now? I, oh, Big 12 now. <laughs> I don't respect our network. Come on. You, you, you didn't, you Big didn't, 12 that's now. worse? That's worse. You didn't like, uh, you didn't like Ryan Leaf? No. <laughs> I, I actually didn't. I like Ryan Leaf. I didn't get, I didn't actually get to hear any of that. I was at a wedding. So I was watching it. I like Ryan Lee. People were hot and cold on him. Some people loved him. I liked him. Really? But other people hated him. I liked him. It wasn't bad. No it was, disrespect, I'll tell you something. It was a whole lot better than Brandon Jacobs. I'll tell you that much. Oh, well, I think <laughs> everybody in Lubbock could agree with you there. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, but yeah, that's the Big 12 for the week. Um, Texas Tech, like I said before, Texas Tech, Kansas State preview will be coming up later this week. So be on the lookout for that. But exciting stuff going on in the Big 12. Uh just real, I mean, like I said, Oklahoma schools, they back at it. 
top 10, but we could be in store for a big upset in Jack Trice in Ames, Iowa. That should be exciting stuff. So uh, anything else you want to say to the people, Jeremy? That's it. Get ready for another exciting week of football, man, as the Big 12 continues to develop. It's it's actually a really exciting year. I've I've been enjoying it. Yeah, man, this is fun. When you don't know what's going to happen week to week. Yeah. Um, that's why I kind of wish Spencer Rowler was still the quarterback. Because now, like, that, ex- <laughs> that ex- suspense from Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What will they do? You know? <laughs> Caleb Williams actually being good, that's no fun. No, it's, that's lame. Nobody <laughs> uh, wants to be predictable. Sad. Yeah, come on. Now. Look at Texas. On, They're guys. throwing rich in it. They know how to have fun. Come on. <laughs> exactly. They're blowing leads like crazy. Yeah. You know? Oh, actually, Texas, looking ahead a little bit, Texas' next game is at Baylor. Ooh. <laughs> how, how big will the lead be blown this time? <laughs> Stay tuned. Stay tuned. The Big 12. <laughs> Big 12 now. Um, but anyway. <laughs> Anyways, we have fun. We have fun. But that's enough for us here. Like I said, be on the lookout for the tech pod. I've already said that like five times, so that'll be the last time I say it. Uh, so for Jeremy Gillen, this is Albie Shore. You've been listening to the Tortillas and Takes podcast, powered by Guns Up Nation. As always, stay wrecked, people.